How's it going, guys? Welcome back. Clocks on the stove. Starting off bowl season today, Friday, December 17th. It's bowl season. We had an unbelievably awesome year of college football. It's very sad that it comes to an end, but the end of the end is pretty damn fun. You know, we get to watch some bowling happen, see some kids make some dreams turn into realities. Um, it's very exciting. We're going to break through uh, this bowl mania real quick. Normal host, myself, Grayson Fisher. We got Big Meech, Rolling Forrester in the building. And then arguably one of the greatest high school quarterbacks of all time. Just ended his college career. Thank you for coming on with us, Nicholas Shawnee. Of course. Appreciate you guys having me on. I'm ready to talk some ball. So let's just dive right on into it. First game today at 12. Probably going to miss it uh, by the time this gets posted. But we got MTSU 6-6, six and six, Toledo 7-5 and five in the Bahamas Bowl. Toledo's a minus 10 and a half. I am a don't know anything about either one of these teams. I know uh, FAU played MTSU, but I, I, I'm going to lean towards Toledo. Just just going with the uh, going with the odds. What, what do y'all think about this one? I just saw some some shit on Twitter about Toledo football. So I know Middle Tennessee is always getting trashed up by FAU. So minus ten and a half Toledo might just send a hundred bucks on that real quick. Damn. Johnny? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm big on Toledo this game. Uh, we played Middle Tennessee in the last game of the year. Uh, they've been through like three quarterbacks here. I think they're on like their third one. Uh, offense, not very good. Um, defense, not very good either. Good run stoppers. But, um, yeah, I mean, Toledo, I, I'm pretty sure Toledo, did they win the MAC? They might have won no, the MAC. Uh, they uh, didn't do one the MAC. Northern Illinois won it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, no, nah, I think I think Toledo wins this game. I mean, I didn't think Middle Tennessee really had any business being in a bowl game. We 100% should have beat them, but we weren't very good this year either. So, um, yeah, I'm going Toledo. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be 10 and a half, but I'm going Toledo. Yeah, I also don't know if it'll be 10 and a half, but uh, I always kind of like Toledo because I don't know about you guys, but like I'm, I'm born and raised in Tampa, so like there's always like a pocket schools that have like a bunch of Tampa kids, like Indiana, Toledo. So like, it's, Oh, I always kind of cheer on for teams like that just because like, I don't even know them, those kids personally, but just because they came from Tampa, you know, it's kind of cool to see a bunch of Tampa kids on the roster. But yeah, Toledo for sure. Uh, next game. It's kind of an interesting game. Um, we got, like you were saying, Mac champion, Northern Illinois coming in at nine and four playing coastal Carolina coming in at 10 and two in the, Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. That what is the, also tonight at 6 p.m. Colts Carolina coming in at a minus 11. Meet you want to start us off on this one? The Cure Bowl? I will not be watching this. I think I saw Northern Illinois play at the Boca Bowl one year. But Coastal's pretty good. I don't know. You know, I couldn't name a player on each team. But I think I'm going to go with Coastal Carolina. Oh, yeah, Johnny. Just because the Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm probably going to ride the Coastal Carolina train as well. Uh, Northern Illinois, I know I watched a little bit of them this year. They got a quarterback, Rocky Lombardi, transferred from Michigan State. He's had a pretty good year. Um, I just I watched Coastal play a couple times. Uh, I saw him play against Kansas early in the season. They got a really talented quarterback. Um, Northern Illinois really picked it up towards the end of their season, but I like Coastal, man. I like Coastal to take this one pretty handedly. Yeah, so it was kind of sad to see Coastal uh, even lose games this year because, you know, they had such a historic season last year. Then they got upset by Liberty at the very end right before going out undefeated. You know, they had that awesome shootout with BYU during that COVID year. I would say that Coastal Carolina was probably, if not the one of the most talked about programs in football last year. Just due to all the circumstances and everything going on with COVID, it kind of like, it was kind of like Cincinnati this year. Kinda, everything kind of favored into their way, you know. So I was really looking forward to them coming out and maybe possibly going undefeated this year. Obviously didn't happen, but I'm going to be honest. Uh, I think the Mac is absolute doo-doo and I think Coastal Carolina is going to run through them. I think Grayson McCall is one of the greatest quarterbacks uh, in his conference in the Sun Belt. Uh, and I, I just think there's a way better team. Obviously, and NIU is going to come at them with everything they have. You know, from experience with the bowl game, you bring a little extra chip to it. You have more time to prepare. So uh, they're definitely not going to get blown out in the beginning, but I don't see them hanging four quarters in Coastal Carolina football, in my opinion. Next up, we have – what are you about to say, Mitch? No, the MAC is absolute doo-doo. 
Yeah, the, the conference for fucking Ohio shitty little schools. It's like every school in Ohio is just in one conference. They're just like, let's make the MAC. And then the, up in the Northeast, there's the MAAC, and we got a bunch of shitty schools too. Who's that? Like Central Connecticut? Are they in that conference? Yeah. <laughs> My little brother, and that's the school he goes to. Right here. Central. That's awesome. Now, this next game, I actually think is a very interesting game. It's not going to be uh, – if, if you're not a big college football guy, it's not going to be a game that you're hooked up on all week. But if, if you are big in college football, this is a game that you definitely want to check out. Um, and I'm going to let you start off the, the roll with this one, Trani. But we got Western Kentucky coming in at 8-5, and five, playing App State coming in at 10-3 and three in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, uh, which is Saturday, tomorrow, 12-18. At 11 a.m., App State coming in at a minus three. Tony, what are you thinking about this game? Yeah, this, this is a really interesting game. Um, both teams, really good, really good teams. Obviously, Western Kentucky went to the Conference USA Championship this game, came up short. Uh, their quarterback's an absolute stud. Uh, I think he's a fifth-year guy who's transferred in. I mean, they're, they're total air raid. They throw the ball almost every down. The only thing I'll say about this game, and App State's got a really good quarterback, too, transferred from Duke. He was at Clemson before that. They can run the shit out of the ball. Uh, the only thing I'll say about this game is that Western Kentucky doesn't have their coordinator for the game. He took the job at Texas Tech as the coordinator there. And, I mean, Western Kentucky brought in a whole new offense this year. That's why they were so good throwing the ball and why their numbers were so big on offense. So this is really tough for me to pick, but I'm going to go with App State just because – West Kentucky had the chance to win the, the championship. They lost. I think they're kind of over their season now, and they don't have an, they don't have a coordinator for this game. So I'm going App State. Yeah, I like the points you made there. So when I was originally, because I'm in a little quick backstory. My dad's a school teacher, right? So he, him and all the teachers at his school, they do a they do a bowl picks like sheet. You put ten dollars in, you pick the pot home. If you win, you get your money back for six seconds. I've been doing it every year since I was in like seventh grade, sixth grade, because I'm a college football nerd. And this was one of the hardest games for me to pick, to be honest. And I know it doesn't sound like a game that people are going to be like, I don't understand. I don't even care about these teams. But, like, if you really dive into it, bro, you look at you look at Western Kentucky. Bailey Zapps is the quarterback, right? He played at Houston, Houston Baptist Central University last year, a Division II team. He broke every single record they had. He broke every NCAA Division II record in football. The kid is the literal definition of a gunslinger. You know, yeah. he's a – the ball touches his hand and zooming. 56 touchdowns on 11 picks. If he throws four touchdowns in this game, he ties Joe Burrow's NCAA record for most touchdowns in the season. The kid is a slinger, man, is a slinger. Then you look over on the other side, right? You look at App State. App State is, a, is 10 and 3, and two of those losses are Louisiana. Two of their losses are Louisiana, and one's a, a loss <clears throat> at Miami that they should have won. They also beat Coastal Carolina, right? So, we're looking at a really tough App State team versus a really high-powered Western Kentucky offense. So I'm looking through the statistics. I'm like, oh, dude, App State gives up over 200 passing yards a game. That's definitely not going to work in their favor. But at the end of the day, I think um, I think I don't think it's going to turn into a shootout. I think that this super pass-heavy offense isn't going to work against App State's defense. I think they're going to shut it down quick, and then it's going to turn to real-life football which is having to run to set up the pass, having to call plays, and Western Kentucky just doesn't do that. I think App State is going to be going to have to come in and play a little ugly. They're going to have to play a little physical. Their, their corners are going to have to clamp down. They're going to have to really emphasize shutting down this pass game fast. And at the same time, I don't see I don't see Western Kentucky's defense touching their offense. You know, I got App State, but I do think it'll be a close one. I have App State in a close one for sure. Yeah, I got no idea. I kind of wish I was going to the game. App State's pretty lit, but, like, the, the two best teams, two challenges they had, uh, they lost. So, like, they haven't really beaten anyone good, right? Am I wrong? Well, they beat Coastal they a couple Carolina. Losses. They upset Coastal Carolina, and then they – Oh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had it reversed. I thought they lost Coastal. No, they uh, lost Louisiana twice. And then all right. Yeah, I know, yeah. So I mean, it should be a good game. I wish I was going to it. Eleven a.m. at the Boca Raton Bowl. That's kind of weird, but that's cool. I don't know. We'll see. Should be a good one. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun. But I got I got App State for sure. Yeah. Next we got UTEP 
coming in at seven, also tomorrow, Saturday, the 18th. UTEP coming in at seven and five. Fresno State coming in at nine and three. Fresno State is a, uh, this is the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. I hate myself for even saying that. PUBG? And, yeah. And it's Fresno State minus 11 and a half. I'm going to ride that all day. I think Fresno State is a very legitimate team this year. Hanner, Hanner, whatever you say his name, absolute stud of a quarterback, 32 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Dude, and this Fresno State team overall it was extremely solid, dude. Like, they come out, they barely lose to Oregon, all right? Then they beat a Fresno uh, UC, UCLA team who was coming off that hot roll off of LSU. Then they somehow get upset by Hawaii and then have a pretty damn good season after that beating San Diego State. You know, like, they were they were that team that was like a little – a couple little things didn't go their way, and they were almost an undefeated season going into the top 15, arguably 15th team, you know? Um, I always like Fresno State. I've always been a fan of their program. Something cool about them, they wear a green V on their helmet for the Valley because they don't have any pro sports there. So that is like their community's like pro team. So they do have a big following. Um, I don't know absolute anything about UTEP, but their quarterback, Hardison, has 17 touchdowns for 12 interceptions. I just think Fresno State's going to overwhelm them. And I think this is one of those bowl games that was just like put together because they both accepted it and it really wasn't matched up well. Uh, UTEP is kind of nice, dude, but I heard Fresno State uh, is low-key, like, the best party school in the country, but it's, like, kept under wraps. People that go there just know it's fucking lit because there's nothing else to do there out in wine country, California. But I think UTEP, they're one of those groups that went with FAU moving on to the American so uh, I heard there's a lot of UTEP fans on Twitter always talking like they're so good. So that's UTSA, Beach. Yeah, you're mixing them up. Wrong team. <clears throat> Same shit. UTEP, UTSA, but you're definitely right. <laughs> UTEP are the minors, Texas El Paso. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck, dude. <sighs> Shows how much I care about the fucking PUBG New Mexico yeah, Bowl. Uh, we'll be watching that either. But you missed the Celebration Bowl, Jackson State, which I don't know if you're going to get to. That's uh, before I mean, that. I feel like that's just kind of a run. Jackson State's going to just kind of run through that anyways. Yeah, well, that's a big one I wanted to talk about because they just got, like, the best uh, corner recruit, some kid from Florida State that decommitted and went to go play for Prime. Yeah, we'll, over- we'll touch back on that, but your pick for this bowl. Uh, Fresno State, just because I mixed them up. Sorry, UTEP and UTSA. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, what are we thinking? Yeah, I'm going Fresno State double digits here. UTEP really they they were I think they were six six and zero or something. Uh, they really didn't play anybody good. They got blown out by UTSA. Um, we beat them pretty good. Uh, Fresno State they just lost their coach. He went to Washington. That always kind of gives you a little extra motivation going into a bowl game. So uh, yeah, I got Fresno State by double digits. Yo, and thank you for reminding me about that. I forgot he went to Washington. It's something that's crazy is what we were just talking about, Hayner, the quarterback at Fresno State, transferred to Fresno State from Washington. Oh, really? That's weird. Yeah, so Edwards, like, is he going to go back? Is he going to stay? Yeah, they I mean, just got Michael Penix from Tampa, your boy. That's right. That's right. They did, yes. So he's definitely not going. Yeah. That's Yo, right. could I just throw in something? Uh, Tiger Woods heat off at 9 a.m. this morning. He's back. Well, not really. He's in the PNC Championship with his son. So I don't really know how that's going, but I uh, thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Pretty dope. Yeah, dude, this college football transfer—it's—it's it's literally like a NFL free agency. Wow. It's still hard to it's follow. Wild. It is free agency. It's exactly what it is. But next game we got the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl between UAB coming in at eight and four and BYU, number thirteen team in the country, coming in at 10, eight, 10 and two. BYU a minus six and a half favorite. I have not watched a single snap of either one of these teams this season. So I'm just going to go with BYU, assuming they played a harder schedule, and they're probably a better team. Yeah, uh, UAB got a really good defense. We played them this year. Um, Okay offense. BYU I didn't get to see a ton of. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know a whole bunch about BYU this year. Uh, Considering they played a tougher schedule – I think I think it might be closer than people think, but I'm gonna take BYU. Uh, I know BYU's kind of got this this quarterback 
that they all like hype him up, saying he was going to be the next Zach Wilson, and he didn't play like up to Zach Wilson's strength. But I've seen BYU play like one time, and their quarterback's pretty good. So I'm surprised the line's only minus six and a half. So I mean, I would hammer that line by a touchdown for BYU. That might be like a block, unless I'm I'm like dismissing UAB too quick, but. I don't know. That seems like a crazy line to me. So that might be a, a lock in the bag. Lock it up. Hey, Shawnee, quick question real quick. For you. Yeah. Do you remember in like 2014 or 2015, UAB lost their program? And then yeah. they did all this fundraising. They fought the school. They got it back. And then it was supposed to be like they were going to like run college football because they had all these like Alabama transfers. They got all these Juco transfers. They got like a Nike deal. They got all these uniforms and this super sweet stadium and stuff. Like whatever happened to that? Like, cause I remember there was the, the dead year in between when they got brought back and they could have football. They had a whole dead year and they had like the number one recruiting class in CUSA, the number one Juco steals. Like they had all this hype. They had so many like former four and five stars that went other places coming to them and like, they're supposed to build this powerhouse, and I feel like nothing ever came out of, out of it. Well, I know their first year back, they won Conference USA. I know that. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure they went to the Boca Bowl, and they and they won that. Um, and then they just got a brand new stadium. We played there this year. It's actually beautiful. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Are they moving conferences? I don't even know. So everybody's moving conferences. I can't keep track of who's going where. Um, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, they, they're 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 solid every year. They're they're pretty solid every year. They're really good this year. They have a really good defense. Uh, part of the reason why they didn't keep the train going was because it was kind of like a hype thing at first. Like a lot of people, they were getting a lot of media coverage and like all this new stuff. So people want to hop, jump on the hype train before like, you know, they stop. No one really talks about them anymore. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, when they first came back, like you said, they got all those transfers and everything. But I mean, that was what four or five years ago. So yeah. I mean, those guys are all done. And then. You think about Alabama, I mean, recruiting-wise, all the good kids from Bama are going to Auburn or they're going to Bama. Yeah. And then you got Troy still. you got South Alabama, who's who's becoming a better program now. So the recruiting battle is probably a little tough in that region as far as getting to stay and, and go to UAB. But, um, I mean, they're I think they're definitely on the rise. They're a good team. they got a really good coach. So Yeah, next game we got the, the Lending Tree Bowl. Jesus. Jesus Eastern Michigan coming in at seven and five. Liberty coming in at seven and five. This game's also on Saturday, the eighteenth, five forty-five p.m. kickoff. Liberty of minus nine and a half. Uh, I I don't really have anything to say on this. I just think Liberty's going to win. I think they're a better team. I think the Max sucks, and um, Malik Willis is a great quarterback, and they also have Hugh Freeze as a head coach who definitely knows how to win these kind of games. How many Mac teams have made a bowl game? They all do, bro. They all go six and six and beat each other. Literally, that's so true, though. Yeah. Very true. That's like the Pac-12. Get the fuck out of here. Bro, if you look at the Pac-12, every single team is 7-5. and five. They all beat each other. Yeah, so we're all in agreement on that. We're all riding with how, how did FAU not make a bowl game? Oh, uh, don't ask me, bro. Don't ask me. Couldn't make the lending tree bowl? What the fuck? I don't know. I'm uh, hey, if we were in the Mac, we probably would have been a lot better, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we would have ran the table. So, next game, uh, this game is actually kind of fire. Is the Jimmy Kimmel LA presented by Stiffle Bowl? Uh, that is just so ridiculous. Utah State coming in at 10 and 3, playing Oregon State coming in at 7 and 5. This is a Saturday night game, the 18th on ABC 730. Oregon State coming in at a minus seven. Chani, what are we thinking about this game? Uh, dude, I like Oregon State. Oregon State, I think, is a sneaky good football team. Record doesn't show it. Um, the Pac-12, everybody kind of beat each other, but they got some pretty good wins um, this year on their schedule. Uh, I know they beat USC. It's kind of a disaster right now. I know they just got Lincoln Riley, but beat them pretty handedly. Um, beat Utah. They had some, some wins that were not that impressive, but overall, I think this is a sneaky team. They Oklahoma State, they played pretty tough. It was a little closer than the score showed. Ended up losing 52-36, but, I mean, I, I like Oregon State. I like Oregon State to win this game. I know Utah State just won their their conference. Um, I mean, Oregon State did beat Utah earlier this year, who's ranked in the top ten right now. So, I like Oregon State to win this one. 
I think it's a fun game, especially because Utah State's usually one of those teams where it's like if they can, if they can catch a hot roll, they usually do pretty well, you know, and, and we've seen this in the past. Um, they come in off a huge slaughter of San Diego State 46-13, like you were saying, in the Mountain West Championship. I think it's going to be a very good dog fight. I think both these teams have something to prove, and I think they're going to come in and smash. But I also like Oregon State. I just think it, I, I think at the end of the day, that they got Power Five players, and I think those Power Five players are going to are going to are going to show that they're a little bit better than the Utah State guys. Yeah, Utah State kind of freaks me out. All those Mormons, so I'm definitely going with Oregon State. Utah State, I, I remember them going like 0-11 for like 10 years in a row. That's all I really know about them. So I like the Beavers uniforms, and I don't know much about this team. I sound like a white chick who knows nothing about football, but I'm riding Oregon State. Uh, yeah, they do At SoFi Stadium, that's pretty lit. Yeah. That's a cool place to play a bowl game. Yeah. Next How bad do you think the stadium in the Bahamas is? Just a quick heard question. It's a high school stadium. Yeah, it's probably horrible. Like yeah, I was yeah. looking at. Would you be mad to play in the Bahamas? Oh, I'd love to play in the Bahamas. Yeah, that's well, where we're gonna awesome. go. That's where like, we're gonna go. One whole game get to be at SoFi Stadium, and one's like. It's all about region. It's all about. Bro, yeah, dude. Bring. When you're in a bowl game, that's. I mean, Johnny obviously has way more to say on this than I do because I have no experience in this. But from what my studying in the sport, when you're in a bowl game that's not elite and you don't have anything to win, it's all about the location and experience. Because you're spending the whole week there. Sometimes you'll spend a little bit later after the game. Like, imagine being there with a hundred of your fucking brothers and you're in the Bahamas, bro. Like, I, I bet you're even hanging out with the other team after, you know? Like, it's the Bahamas, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty. 100%. It all, it all really depends on, unless you're in the playoff or in a New Year's Six, it all really depends on, like, how many fans you can bring, where your region is as far as – what conference you're in. Certain bowl games have only certain conferences that play each other. So that's what's like FAU is never going to play a game on like the West coast. Like it's just yeah. never going to happen because we're on the East coast. Our fans are on the East coast. Our fans don't travel well. So it's not like anyone's going to go out to California and watch us play. Like it, there's a lot of factors that come into which bowl games you go to, but yeah, I would totally go to the Bahamas. Bowl no, season. Yeah. And that there's a reason every year we make a bowl game, we play in the Boca Raton bowl. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the Boca Bowl, those people will travel. They're like, screw it. I'll go take a flight down to Boca Raton. Like, when you go to those Boca Bowl games, they're like nothing like any FAU game. Even not like the – I mean, you could kind of compare it to like when we were in the Conference USA Championship game against SMU. That game was awesome. That was, but, that uh, was the Boca Bowl. That was the Boca Bowl. They, we had, oh, was yeah, that SMU was the Boca fans. Bowl. There was more F SMU fans than FAU fans, though, for sure. Definitely. I got thrown out of that game. I was – Hyping up, I was on the like by the end zone, just slamming on it. <laughs> and when we were whooping up at halftime, they're like, "Bro, you gotta go." <laughs> yeah, we're we're on. let's move on to the next bowl game. We got the RNL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl, Louisiana coming in at twelve and one, number twenty-three team in the country. Marshall coming in at seven and five. And they've got uh, this is the last game of Saturday the eighteenth. We got Louisiana coming in at a minus four. Um, this is one of those other ones. I think we should do. I, I mean, I'm gonna do short and sweet. Louisiana's going to destroy them. It's their last game of Billy Napier. He's coming back. He's going to coach them to the full game. Uh, I don't see any reason why Marshall's going to give them a fight or any anything at all. I think Louisiana's a very legitimate program. I think Billy Napier is a very legitimate coach. Yeah, I like Louisiana. Uh, Marshall, I know their quarterback, Grant Wells. I think he got hurt in their last game. I'm not sure if he's back for this bowl game or not. But, um, yeah, I think Louisiana beats Marshall. I just saw Marshall just sign Chad Hennington's son. Beach, you're lagging hard. He's a three-star. All right, well, we'll let him figure out. I can't hear anything you yeah, saying. We'll let him figure out his, his stuff going on. We got next game is on Monday, December 20th. Old Dominion 6-6 six and six playing Tulsa 6-6. Six and six. Tulsa a minus nine favorite. Um, I don't know anything about either one of these teams. I know Tulsa, although they're six and six, they put up some good fights this year against some pretty solid teams. I mean, they barely they lost to Oklahoma State by five. They got they lost to Ohio State by twenty one. Um, they lost to Cincinnati by eight. They beat SMU, so like they definitely have the potential to do stuff. 
I don't know anything about Old Dominion except my boy Espano Feliciano is a linebacker there. But I, they, it seemed like they just won the games they were supposed to win. They lost the games they were supposed to lose. I see Tulsa winning this one, in my opinion. Yeah, I like Tulsa this game. Old Dominion definitely had a great second half of their season, and I think they're going to be a really good program with their coach in the future. In the next two, three years, I think they're going to be really good. I know they're getting some good transfers. Um, I like Tulsa, though. I think Tulsa plays hard. I think they're tougher uh, than Old Dominion. I think they win this game. Uh, you said Old Dominion got a new coach? Yeah, Old Dominion is first-year coach. Yeah, I did not know that. But I do know that uh, Heineke was a quarterback there. He was. Yeah, he, he was. Won yeah. Walter yeah, back when FCS. Yeah, he won the Walter Payton yeah. Award, and I remember there being a lot of hype about him uh, coming in. Next game, we got. What I wanted to say, though, going back to Marshall, my bad. I'm going to cut you off. Uh, Marshall got Chad Pennington's son to sign with them. And I think they're, like, one of the only teams that, like, got screwed out of going to the American Conference. So I wanted to ask you, Trondy, what's going to happen to Conference USA now? They're done, right? Dude, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's going to be a Conference USA, like you said. Um, I know – I think there's – I know there's a handful that are going to the American, obviously, and then I think there might have even been a couple that are going to the Sun Belt from Conference Sun USA. Belt, yeah. So I don't even – I have no idea what's going to happen to Conference USA. Yeah, it might just disappear. So what I was reading, um, obviously, I feel like, Johnny, you'd know more as a Conference USA athlete, is that the Conference USA is taking uh, Louisiana and Liberty, and they're also going to add Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State from the FCS. That's what they were looking to do to keep the conference alive. Oh, I did not know that. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to any of it, honestly. Um I know there's a handful going to the AAC. That's all I really know about it. I mean, I'm not going to be here when we go to the AAC anymore, so it doesn't even matter for me. But it's going to help us make a lot more money. So, Yeah. So the next game we got going on is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl between Kent State coming in at 7-6, and six, Wyoming coming in at 6-6, six and six, Wyoming a minus three. And I'm pretty sure I picked Kent State on this one just due to the fact that they played in the championship game, and I don't know anything about both these teams. Oh, no, heck no. I, I've actually been to the University of Wyoming. It's crazy, dude. You drive for like 500 miles and there's absolutely nothing. I mean, you get to like this little college town and you're like going down this mountain and you're like, Gee! and basically you just see this old like miners town and it's like, a, it's sick, dude. I couldn't imagine like going out there and they have a giant football stadium in the town and it's like, the university, and that's it. And then it's another 500 miles, nothing. And they actually have a pretty good fan base because, like, there's, like, 400,000 people in the whole state. And, like, 200,000 of them live around this university. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Just thought I'd share that. So, I'm going <laughs> to hammer Wyoming. Yeah, uh, I like Wyoming as well. Um, Kent State, I thought, had a good year. They lost, obviously, in the championship. Um, I think it was them, right? They played uh, – Yeah, they played Illinois. 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 It was a close game. Uh, uh, Wyoming had some good wins. They had some really bad losses as well, though. But uh, I like Wyoming. So, this next game, um, I, I, if you take out the New Year's Six Bowls and the playoffs, this is my absolute favorite game out of all the bowls. I think this year they did a horrible job with creating the bowl games. We talked about that last podcast. I think this is one of the worst put-together seasons of bowls, personally. But I think they did an unbelievable job with this this game. The Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl is Tuesday. And we have 12-1 UTSA playing 11-2, number 24 in the country, San Diego State. UTSA coming in at a minus two. So fun fact for, for you guys and everyone listening, outside of the, the two playoff games, these are the best records head-to-head this bowl season. It's the best record matchup, most wins from two teams playing in a bowl game. Um, I've been trying to do a lot of homework on this game because these two teams mirror each other so much. Uh, it's it's really going to be a super fun game to watch, I think. Um, and it's really hard for me to pick who I think is going to win. But I, I think I'm going to ride UTSA, to be completely honest. And the reason for this, look, San Diego State, UTSA just came out of nowhere. All right, they're usually a pretty solid team, but they're never on this level. We've seen San Diego State teams on this level before. They, they've had this year with Rashad Penny. They've had years where they've been very top caliber teams. 
you know, running the, the Mountain West. But UTSA keeping their coach to a contract extension and San Diego State just getting blown out of the water by Utah State in their last game. I think the UTSA defense is going to be the deciding factor, and I think it's going to be a nail-biter come down to the fourth quarter kind of game, but I like UTSA winning this war. Yeah, um, tough game for sure to decide on. Um, I don't know a ton about San Diego State. I always say I know they've been pretty consistent in the Mountain West. Um, the reason this game isn't in the New Year's Six or it's not bigger than it is is because I just don't think either – UCSA definitely didn't play anybody that was really – I mean, they beat Illinois – Illinois wasn't great this year. They just really didn't play anybody. Um, they had a they had a great year though. They were undefeated all the way up until the last week. I think they finished the season out um, on a high note and they win this game. Yeah, here's UTSA. Uh, San Diego State ranked 24. Yeah, they got a lot of hype out there in San Diego State. A lot of hype around both of these teams. So I'll definitely watch this game on ESPN. Prime yeah, time? Uh, ESPN yeah. Tuesday, 21st, 7.30. Yeah, I've got no clue. I say watch and see. <clears throat> Your next game. Next game, we got Missouri <clears throat> coming in at 6-6, six and six, playing Army, coming in at 8-4, and four, Wednesday, 8 p.m. on ESPN. The Lockhead Martin Armed Forces Bowl Army coming in at a minus four. I don't know diddly dong smack about Missouri. So I'm going to ride the Army train. Do it for the troops, baby. Army runs the triple option, which is fucking sick. It's a great offense to run if you run it correctly. Uh, yeah, fuck Missouri. Army and the Armed Forces both. Yeah, Army coming off a loss to Navy in the Army-Navy game. Uh, I think they're going to really push it to Missouri this game. They had a great year. Um, it's tough to stop that triple option. It doesn't matter what kind of school you're at. If you're at Power 5, um, if you got bigger guys, that is a really, really hard offense to stop. you got to be really gap sound on defense. All it takes is one gap, and it's a 50-yard gash. So I'm going Army. 100%. Uh, this next game, I honestly don't know anything about, but we'll just read it off because they deserve it. They made a bowl game. The Frisco Football Classic, Thursday the 23rd, 3.30 p.m. on ESPN. we got North Texas coming in at 6-6. Six and six. Miami of Ohio coming in at 6-6. Six and six. Miami of Ohio, a minus three favorite. I picked North Texas just because they beat UTSA, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know. How does North Texas make a bowl game? Uh, shoot, this is, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know really anything about either of these teams. I feel like Miami, Ohio literally goes six and six every year. Every year. Yeah. Every year. Um, I didn't see any of North Texas play this year, so I really can't comment a whole lot about what their team's like or, or even Miami, Ohio. I'm going to go Miami, Ohio because the Mac's in a bowl game every year and (laughs) it'd be good if the Mac could get some more publicity. So go win a bowl game. Fire. So, so I count five from Conference USA, four from the MAC in bowl games. That's they got to take away some of these bowls. The Frisco football. All right, move on. <laughs> Who are you picking though, Meach? North Texas, because I, I don't know. I've been in North Tech University, of North Texas too. Their stadium's pretty sick. It's like old historical. Yeah, let's talk some stadiums. So the next game is actually really interesting to me. It's the Union Home Mortgage Gas Grilla Bowl, which is in Tampa, and it's two Florida teams, UCF coming in at 8-4 and four, Florida coming in at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, This is Thursday the 23rd, 7 p.m. ESPN, Florida minus 6.5. Uh, as someone that lives in, born and raised in Tampa, there's gonna it's going to be a sold-out game between UCF fans and Florida fans. Um which I which goes back to the geographical thing you were saying, Tronny. They were probably just like, look, no one's going to travel for either of these teams. We might as well just put them in Florida, which is a genius yeah. idea. Um, I think both teams are not good. I'm a huge Gus Malzahn fan. Uh, I like him. I just think it's his first year. It takes a little bit to, to get your own guys, get, get a flow, get a rhythm. But <clears throat> I think Florida's just a better team. They got better players. They're playing Anthony Richardson. I think Florida wins this one. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Like you said, both teams, rough year. Um, UCF, I don't think, is obviously what they used to be. Um, 
Florida obviously fired Dan Mullen. They got a new coach coming in. I'm telling you, it happened to us. I know what it's like to play a bowl game without a head coach, and there's a little bit of extra motivation. I think Florida wins this game big. And um, I think Emory Jones has started. Anthony Richardson's hurt, right? Emory Jones just answered the transfer portal. Yeah, I know, but I think he's playing. I think he's playing this game um, still. I'm not positive on that. Just what I heard from a little a little birdie. But um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Florida. I'm going Florida big. I probably got time for one more pick too, and then I got to hop off. But you're good. Okay, cool. Uh, big Florida game, Raymond James Stadium. Been in this stadium too in the and locker he room. Playing the Gasparilla Bowl. Sorry to interrupt. Emory Jones is starting the Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. UCF terrible year. Florida Gators. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. But yeah. Uh, let's just let's just skip all these little bowl games and let's pop into some some big, pretty good ones. We got Houston, number 20, Houston, 11 and 2, playing Auburn, 6 and 6. Auburn's a minus two and a half. This is in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I picked Houston. I think uh, Dana Holsinger, excuse me, Dana Holgerson is a is a good head coach. He had, uh, they had a good season this year. They went 11 and 2, obviously. Uh, gave Cincinnati a good game. He was a former coach of West Virginia. He's played big games like this. You also have – I don't even know who's playing. Is, is Finley playing quarterback for Auburn this game, or is he yeah. hurt? Like, I, think, I think he's playing. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't even – I don't even think Auburn knows what's happening over there at Auburn. You know, they look they look so lost every time I watch them play. So, I, I just think Houston's got their shit together. They're going to go in there and, and bring the business. Yeah, this was a tough game for me to decide on. I looked at this game for literally probably 20 minutes just trying to decide. Like, I don't, I don't know who to pick. Like, Auburn is Auburn. They had some good wins. Um, I just – the only thing about Auburn is that they never – I feel like they never perform in bowl games. They lost to Northwestern last year. UCF beat them, what, three, four years ago. Wisconsin like, I just got their first never, bowl win off of them in like five years. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're a good bowl game too. So, um, I mean, what's – Bo Nix just answered the, entered the transfer portal. I know he's hurt and wasn't going to play, but, I mean, Bo Nix is like – he's like a legend uh, in Auburn. His dad – played there everything so that's probably shaking some people up uh i'm gonna go houston i I think houston's they're ranked they're gonna be motivated they want to beat auburn auburn never shows up i like houston yeah i was gonna say what happened to bo nix but that's news to me enter the transfer portal that's pretty crazy yeah houston's they're pretty raw so i think they could beat them in alabama though that might be that'll be a home field advantage for auburn for sure but i don't know it should be a good one Charlie, can we snag you for just like one more? Charlie? Yeah, yeah, let's go one more. All right. Let's go one more. Sorry, my thing was frozen. No, you're good. This one I actually think so. It's a little under the radar, but I think it's a super, super good matchup. Is the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl between number eight, eight and four UCLA and number nine and three, number 18 in the country, NC State. I think this is a Two teams that had similar style seasons. They had a lot of up on the roller coaster, and they had a lot of bad downs. Um, I think they're going to match up extremely well. I like I like Dorian Robinson, whatever his name is, at UCLA. But I also like I like the uh, the quarterback at NC State. Uh, so this going to be a good game, man. It really is. I think it's going to be high scoring, bad defense, and I think NC State's going to win the shootout. I think they're a better overall team put together. Yeah, this is another tough one. Um, I went back and forth on this one as well. I know UCLA, some ups and downs, some good wins, some not so great um, games this year. NC State, I loved the way they played against North Carolina this year. I know North Carolina wasn't as good as everybody thought they were going to be, but um, love their head coach. I like NC State to win this game. Each? Uh, yeah, NC State, they're pretty good. I haven't seen UCLA play. I think I caught maybe one NC State game. Yeah, I'll go NC State in, in San Diego again, though. So I like those home field advantages in bowl games. That, that kind of – it's a big, big thing, I think. But uh, UCLA doesn't travel well, though. They can't yeah, even – they, they, they don't even have a home field at their own home field, bro. I mean, they got they, they play in the Rose Bowl. It's tough to fill that stadium up, but I know they don't get a ton of fans. So bro, Have you watched yeah, – LA, I, it's yeah. Even for LA fans to travel to San Diego is like a trip. But I yeah. know, like 
LA, if you ask anyone there, like half of them are UCLA fans, half of them are USC fans. So they do have a big fan base, historic program. And you're not going to get a lot of NC State guys coming across the country. Yeah. I, I think I've it'll be seen uh real quick before you go, Charlie. I'm sorry to keep you up. No, you're Have good. you seen a UCLA home game this season? They put these giant UCLA banners. In Where the do they play at? The they make it like a fourth of the size, so it sounds way louder. And then, and then they do like a panoramic, and there's just giant banners taking up like a whole section of seats. Where do they play? They play at the Rose Bowl. Really? Yeah, they I mean, play at the Rose Bowl. Damn. Okay. Well. Fuck me then. <laughs> hey, but Charlie, thanks for coming on, man. Sorry yeah. you, uh, you had to hop off, but thank you for everything you've done for FAU football and everything as well. Uh, real quick before you go, if you could just tell um, – if you had to tell a high school senior going in to play college football right now one thing to get him on his mindset right for college, what would, what would be the one thing you'd recommend? Uh, shoot. One thing I would recommend is probably just – don't forget about the process. You know, when you get to college, you want things to happen so quick. Um, you want to be starting right away. You want to be, you know, on all these lists for whatever, how well you play during the season. Like, just remember it's a process. It's not going to happen real quick like it does for a handful of people in college football. You know, it, it takes time. It takes time. The redshirt year is very important. Like, just always stay the course and um, and work hard and, and everything will happen the way it should. Awesome. Thank you for coming on, Charlie. Looking forward to hopefully getting you on again soon. Yeah, 100%. I appreciate you guys. Of course. Have a good one, brother. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. All right, Meech, we're going to wrap up real quick. We'll just – we'll finish off with the the New Year's Six Bowls and we'll we'll tap into the college football playoff when that gets closer. Uh, We got – coming to the first one, the Valrio Alamo Bowl between Oregon – number 14, Oregon, 10-3, number 16, Oklahoma, 10-2. This game to me is really fun because both teams just lost their head coach. You know, uh, Cristobal for Oregon going to Miami, and then you got obviously Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma, going to yeah. USC. I think this might be the most fun game to watch because this is going to be high-scoring, nonstop battle. It's going to be a lot like uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, I think. But at the end of the day, I'm taking Oklahoma. Uh, I think Oklahoma is going to study what Utah did to abuse Oregon, and I think that their high-powered offense is just better than anything Oregon seen this season. There's no way Spencer Rattler plays in this game, right? Yeah, no, he's gone. Caleb Williams is going to start. Yeah, it should be a shootout. I wonder what the over-under is. Uh, I think it's 61. Shoot! Yeah, 51. Yeah, I, oh, 61, that's crazy. I'm low-key going to take the over, though, because if you look at it, points per game, Oregon scoring 31.5 and, and Oklahoma scoring 38.5. That's insane. Yeah, big over game. But 61 is a crazy one to hit the over on. But, yeah, yeah, I I bet the over is like 62. I bet it's 62 points scored in this game. Book it. What, what else? Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina versus South Carolina. You, you, at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, 1130 ESPN. Who you got? So uh, it's a nine and a half favorite for UNC, right? You got oh Sam Howell's last game. Mac Brown's gonna be sad. UNC just had a fire recruiting class. I'm riding South Carolina, dude. They just got the huge transfer from Spencer Rattler. They also got the huge transfer from Oklahoma's tight end, as well as they have Frank Beamer's son as their coach. If you don't know who Frank Beamer is, former Virginia Tech coach, who used to have a very historic time there in the ACC with Virginia Tech. You don't think you don't think his son's asking daddy how to beat Mac Brown and UNC? Come on now, they got a solid defense and they're a very legitimate team. I think it's gonna be a boring ass game, but I think South Carolina is a more legitimate overall program and football team this season. I think they're gonna bring it to UNC. Radler's going to South Carolina confirmed, huh? Confirmed, pen on paper. That's pretty lit. Uh, yeah, that that's a good bowl matchup, North yeah. and South Carolina. A little I have a reaction, that. keeping it in the Carolinas as well. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Whoever set that up. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to ride the SEC South Carolina Gamecocks. 100%. Ooh, now, the this next ball. game is a little interesting. Uh, no, the Chick-fil-A uh, Peach Bowl between number 12 Pittsburgh coming in at 11-2, your ACC champions, and number 10 Michigan State coming in at 10-2. But as of yesterday, Kenneth Walker 
leading rusher in Michigan State. Arguably should have been a Heisman person in the Invitational. Wasn't. Just announced he's not playing in the bowl game. Oh, really? It's like 98% of their offense. So I think Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh, they're going to struggle a little bit with the strong Michigan State defense. But I just I I think Michigan State's offense is going to go three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. And eventually Kenny Pickett's going to pick up a rhythm and just get a move. And I like, I like, uh, they have a minus two and a half for Michigan State. I'm taking Pittsburgh 100%. Yeah, Pitt is legit. They are legit. Like, uh, their best team since probably Darrell Revis, like 20 years ago. But, um, yeah, Michigan State, I didn't know their running back was out. They've run the same offense for the past 20 years, basically pro style, run the ball. Uh, yeah, I think Pitt, Pitt has a legit defense and playing at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia, they're going to run them up. I think, uh, yeah, this will be another boring game too. Yeah. Boring defensive yeah. battle. Take the under. Now, you know what game is not going to be boring is our next New Year's Six Bowl is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl between number nine, Oklahoma State, coming in 11-2, and and number five, Notre Dame, coming in at 11-1. and I think this is a very evenly matched game. We have Notre Dame coming in at a minus two. Um, I think Notre Dame takes it away, though. I like Mike Gundy. I'm a huge, huge Mike Gundy fan for Oklahoma State. He just has a tradition of shitting the bed right before things go great for him. We saw that in the Baylor game. I think it's going to happen again here. I think their quarterback is doo-doo. They don't have anything to, to take to, to move against this Notre Dame defense. As well as, I think Notre Dame's going to come in fucking fired, bro. They're going to come in pissed off. They were one loss. They were one upset away from being in the playoffs. They just got a new coach. They got the guy that they wanted. I think they're going to come in and they're going to they're going to put their foot on Oklahoma State's neck and they're going to run the scoreboard up on them. And I think they're going to prove a point. I think Notre Dame's going to come in there to prove a point. Yeah, I'll take Notre Dame for sure. Uh, like you said, Oklahoma State, I feel like they're always almost legit, but not legit enough. They can never get like the – they're always right there. They always get like one crazy upset, and then they shit the bed, and you're like, ah, it's Oklahoma State, not Oklahoma. Or, you know what I mean. But I know. Notre Dame, once again – most overhyped team in college football. Fuck Notre Dame. About 0.01% of their fans actually went to the school. But I'm going to shout out KP, big Notre Dame fan, also fake fan. And, uh, yeah, I think Notre Dame beats them for sure. We got two left. Uh, this next – so we got we got one I'm about to say that I don't think is that good, and then another one that I think is the best game, including I think it's the best game of the year. So the first one, we got the Rose Bowl between number 11, Utah, Pac-12 champions coming in at 10-3, and three, and number six, Ohio State coming in at 10-2, and two, lost to Michigan to go to the Big Ten championship. I think Ohio, Ohio State coming in at a minus six and a half. I think Ohio State bullies them. I think they absolutely bully Utah. I think Utah, all they did was win out of the Pac-12, which is sorry, and then upset an Oregon team who's overrated. I don't think they're anything legit. I don't think they deserve to even be in this game with Ohio State. I really wanted to see Ohio State-Notre Dame. That's what I wanted to see. Didn't happen. But I think Ohio State's going to come in there pissed off that they're not in the playoffs, and they are going to bully, violently absurd bully them in this game. I think Ohio State wins by 17. Yeah, Ohio State's going to wreck them. That's not even a fair matchup, in my opinion. I don't know how Utah's ranked 11th. Get out of here. With three losses. They put them in the Rose Bowl? They could have thrown Baylor in there. Or it should, they should have done number six, Ohio State, and number five, Notre Dame. That's what they should have done. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Why would they put Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl? Doesn't the reason make- why they're doing it the way they're doing it is they're trying to, like, do a, a mock playoff. So they, they did it. So, like, if it was a playoff, like, the seven plays the eight, the six plays the 11. Like, that's why that's how they did it this year. That doesn't even make sense because it's not a real playoff. But No, I whatever. agree. I agree. But, yeah. So, this is the last game we're going to cover. Because, like I said, we're going to do the we're gonna do the playoffs separately because it's just such a big deal. There's so much to talk about and obviously there's a lot of time and so that that happens so things can can altercate with injuries and stuff so last one we're going to cover today in my opinion is the best matchup game of all these games i think this is going to be the most fun game to watch 
And I think it's going to be the, I think it's the most evenly matched up game. And that's our all state sugar bowl between number seven, Baylor coming in at 11 and two winning the big 12 and number eight, Ole Miss coming in at 10 and two Matt Corral's goodbye game. I think this game is everything you want to see in a college football game. You have two super cool coaches in Dave, Dave Arnada at Baylor, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. You have a great quarterback in Matt Corral at Ole Miss. And then you have one of the best linebackers in the country at Baylor. You have a Baylor team that has a very legitimate defense for being a Big 12 team with an offense that's run very professionally. And you have one of the most electric, fun offenses in college football in Lane Kiffin and Matt Corral and Ole Miss. It is such a good game. The odds are even. It literally says on ESPN, even. That's how good of a game this is. Wow. I think that it is going to be a, a super, super, super close nail biter. I'm looking at like a 17, 17 halftime, looking at going into the fourth at like 24, 27, 27. I think Ole Miss takes it barely. Would not be surprised if Arenado brings in some clutch coaching to beat Lane Kiffin. I just think Matt Corral has the, he's just electric. And I think that this offense might overwhelm Baylor. But I think if you are a college football fan, this All-State Sugar Bowl is a game you do not want to miss. Yeah, I got to ride Kiffin and Ole Miss after a disappointing season at Ole Miss. Kiffin has turned the program around just like he does basically everywhere he goes except for the NFL. Yeah, that's pretty cool that – there's an even line on this game. Don't be surprised if it goes to overtime. I'm going to take Ole Miss in double overtime. Kiffin's going to run some trick play, go for two. And then boys are going to walk off the field at the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. Sugar Bowl winners, baby. Hotty toddy. Hey, Meese, thanks for coming on, my brother. Everyone looking forward to watching some awesome college football bowl games. Like I said, we will also drop some – college football playoffs i have a special guest up my sleeve coming on for that one don't you worry thank you guys for tuning in let's go bowl season beach happy holidays brother we'll talk again soon everyone else happy holidays and go hug your family go love your loved ones and most importantly watch some good college football and some playoff nfl thank you guys for coming on Johnny. thank you everyone have a good have a good holidays peace